souls, we put our faith in Almighty God. You voted to make America great again. We are making America greater than ever before, and it's happening before your eyes. We will rekindle new faith in our values, new pride in our history, and a new spirit of unity that can only be realized through love for our great country. The American people voted to reject this corrupt globalism. This is the most important election in the history of our country. And yet, despite all of our greatness as a nation, everything we have achieved is now in danger. We will never give up. We will never concede. It doesn't happen. And when I'm reelected, the best is yet to come. to the Hip Hop Patriots. Probably one of the largest letdowns in political history. Just have fun. Keep fighting, God wins. We love real America, we're going forward on a new road that's bold and filled with hope and opportunity. Those who create most of our new jobs, the brave men and women everywhere who produce our goods, feed a hungry world, and keep our families warm while they invest in the future to build a better America. That's where miracles are made, not in Washington, D.C. We're tired of empty promises and quick fixes that only make things worse. Communism works only in heaven where they don't need it and in hell where they've already got it. Those who pit one group against another must rise above their rancor and join us in a new dialogue to encourage, honor, and reward every citizen who strives to excel and make America great again. Trusting each other and trusting in God, and we'll do what is right to preserve our freedom and America, the last best hope of man on earth. America, the last best hope for man on earth. Wow, did Ronald Reagan have some words, didn't he? President Ronald Reagan had a way with words like very few presidents in our history. And it's really nice. He really, when you really, when, when you're celebrating a president's day or when you're celebrating America, there's very few names that stick out that really, really, really capture what America really is. President Trump is one of those. President Ronald Reagan, one of those. Teddy Roosevelt was one of those. George Washington was no doubt one of those. Abraham Lincoln, towards the middle and later part of his career, was one of those. And that is why these presidents are enshrined in our history, in our national monuments. And maybe, just maybe, folks, if we have anything to say about it, one day, President Donald Trump's face We'll be up on that Mount Rushmore right next to those great, those other great Republican presidents. Remember, folks, not a single Democrat lives on that mountain, and for good reason. Now, today, Real America's Voice News was down in Florida, in West Palm, and having a rally down there. They had the Real America's Voice American Freedom Tour bus down there with yours truly, logo on the side. Big shout out to RAV for that. Big rally down there for President Donald J. Trump. Every President's Day, it's been an anniversary ever since 2016, and they were down there today. And while they were down there, ladies and gentlemen, they actually had President Trump come out, say hello, wave, 
and grace them with his presence. Check this out. there the picture was a little bit messed up but you guys got it president donald j trump out there in full force waving at everybody saying hello to everybody loving everybody that's what president trump does he comes out there and he greets i don't i don't remember seeing any people lining up for biden other than to shame him call him illegitimate hold up let's go brandon signs and ask what happened on november 3rd crowds don't show up and wave flags for the sniffer and thief Where's my ice cream, my hairy legs? (laughs) Folks, how was your weekend? Welcome, welcome, welcome. You're locked and loaded right here live from America. I am your ever so humble, God-fearing, and God-loving host of the show, Jeremy Harrell, the hip-hop patriot, coming to you from that live, free, or die granite state of New Hampshire. And it's a blessing and an honor to be here with you every single day of the week, twice a day, and of course for the evening show on Real America's Voice News. Big shout out. To our digital TV partners, uh, RAV, definitely one of the best, if not the best news station on the planet right now. Just skyrocketing because we tell the truth. Ladies and gentlemen, I hope you all had a wonderful and great weekend. I am sporting the new Joy t-shirts. Check it out. Spread some joy. And it says down here in 2022, because that is the theme for Live from America this year. Spread some joy in 2022. And it's even got a great verse from Thessalonians on the back of the shirt up uh, going to be up on the store tomorrow. And uh, that's definitely what we need to do, folks. We need to spread joy now more than ever. And how do we spread joy? We spread the gospel. We spread joy by spreading the gospel, folks. And that's what we're going to do right now. We're going to go to the gospel. But tonight we're going to switch it up. We're not going to read from Jesus calling. We're going to read from Jesus listens. Because Jesus listens to everything that we say, and prayer is powerful, and we need to make sure that we keep that power and that prayer up, ladies and gentlemen, for our nation. Here we go. February 21st, year of our Lord, 2021. It says, Jesus, my peace. You are the Lord of peace. You give peace at all times and in every way. There is a deep gaping hole within me that cannot be filled that can be filled, excuse me, only by your peaceful presence. Before I knew you, I tried to fill that emptiness in many different ways or simply pretend that it wasn't there. Even now, I often fail to recognize the full extent of my need for your peace at all times and in every situation. Moreover, you've been showing me that recognizing my neediness is only half the battle. The other half is to believe that you can and will Supply every need of mine. Shortly before your death, you promised peace to your disciples and to everyone who becomes your follower. You made it clear that this is a gift, something you provide freely and lovingly. My part is just to receive this glorious gift, admitting my longing for it as well as my need. Please help me to wait patiently and expectantly in your presence, eager to receive your peace in full measure. I can express my openness to this gift by lifting my hands and saying, Jesus, I receive your peace. In your comforting and royal name, we pray. Amen. Very, very important, ladies and gentlemen, to have patience, but also to let go of your worry, let go of your anxiety, and just receive that free gift. That's all you got to do. Just receive that free gift. Now, please remove your hats if you're wearing one. Let's go to the Lord like we do together every single day and lift our voices up to him in glory for his mercy and his kindness. As we say the Lord's Prayer like we do every single day, put a smile on your face, put some gratitude in your heart, and here we go. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done. On earth as it is in heaven, Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us and lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. 
For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. Folks, remember, weekends, it is very, very, very important on the weekends to spend time with your family because that closeness, those conversations, that time you spend together, whether you're playing video games or playing outside, it pleases the Lord. It pleases the Lord for you to show your family just as much as attention as you would show social media or anything else. So let's give some attention right now, and let's give some shout-outs, shall we? We're going to go to Rumble real quick, our home, the place that gave us a home when nobody else would, and let's give some shouts. Sharon from Texas, how you doing, girl? Good to see you, and thank you for joining in. Lauren Cole, God bless you. Thank you for joining in. A big shout-out to my producer, LFA producer Eli. God bless him and all the work he's been doing for the show. We even have an addition that we're going to show you tonight that we think you're really going to like. Alicia Wida is in the building on Rumble. God bless you, girl. Good to see you. Tim, how you doing from the great uh, state of Michigan? Darlene also from Michigan. Good to see you, my dear. Carol from Pennsylvania is watching. Becky from Oklahoma is watching tonight on Real America's Voice Live from America. Good to see you. We've got Mike from middle of nowhere, says Nebraska. God bless you. I think you said middle of somewhere, <clears throat> but I didn't read it because it, it didn't, uh, it went too slow or too quick. I'm sorry about that, my brother. Joe from Texas, good to see you, my brother. We're going to shoot over to Getter real quick because we know we got some stuff going over there on Getter. I'd also like to give a big shout out, folks, to Real America's Voice News Getter channel because those guys over there are some of the most loyal, wonderful people, and I've definitely opened my arms and welcomed them to the Live from America family because they definitely fit the bill. If you're watching on Rumble, please let me know who you are and where you're from. Bev, good to see you. Bree, thank you very much for joining in. Jennifer Luskis, Luskis, how you doing? From Kami, Delaware, she says. Nancy, good to see you. Larry Reha is in the building. Miguel Ortiz from Florida. Benny Clow Music is in the building on Rumble. Billy M75, Billy Butter from Bixby, Oklahoma. Watch two times a day. Love it. God bless you, my friend. I appreciate you. And Carrie, how you doing? Carrie Sobshack. She says, hi, Jeremy. Hello, LFA family. Well, it's good to see you guys, and it's, I'm glad to have you all here. I'm glad that we are back after this weekend. Mondays are always my favorite show of the week. And ladies and gentlemen, we are going to get ready to take our first commercial break here on Real America's Voice News. This is live from America, and we will be back right after this first commercial break. Please stay with us. Got one heck of a show, as always, for you. We'll be right back right after this. All right, from my live family, how you doing? What a great day, huh? These joy shirts came in and it brought me joy. I can just say that. These joy shirts came in and they brought me joy. Like I said, the back has a verse from Thessalonians on it. Um, big shout out to Spe uh, Advantage Specialties for finally getting these shirts in. I'm very excited about that. Audrey from North Carolina. She looks very excited. She says, shout me out. Uh, these joy shirts are unisex shirts, folks. When we get them up on the internet tomorrow on the internet on the interweb uh there will be um sizes from small all the way i believe to triple x and they do I, I think they run small i would buy a size bigger just in case i would i'd buy a size bigger um jeremy how are you feeling your dance pics were so cute the girls were beautiful and you look dapper well thank you i'm feeling absolutely wonderful today compared to what i was on friday i went back and watched the shows on Friday, and I sounded like absolute crap. I don't know how I got through that. Maybe the power of God. I don't know. Because I looked and sounded like absolute death last week. Jeremy, you were on fire this morning. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. <clears throat> like your new items. Thank you. Thank you. We've worked hard to get some new items up there, and there's a lot more coming, folks. It takes a lot of time and a lot of effort to make sure that you build up your items on your store if you're not doing it with a third-party um, on-demand company. And I got to say, the people that have been working with us, our partners have been working day and night. Day and night. I like your shirt, Jeremy. Well, thank you. Like I said, it says, if you can see this, it says, spread some joy. <clears throat> and then down at the bottom, it says, in 2022. Spread some joy in 2022. Bumble says you sound a lot better. <laughs> thank you. Thank you very much. <clears throat> Jackie, how you doing? Good to see you. I appreciate that. Jeremy, I heard the men that attacked the protesters are trained militia from South America. Not a good place. I wouldn't doubt it. <clears throat> I wouldn't doubt it, and I'll guarantee you that the UN is the one who brought them in. 
Supporting you through my pillow. Well, thank you. You know, Mike is still having trouble getting those my pillows to all those truckers, and I guarantee you he's going to be a little ahead of the schedule with the American truckers. Folks, if any time that you wanted to help support an American company, now would be the time to do so. There's so much stuff on my pillow. You might have 20 things and you and you like them all. Go buy more. Just go buy more when you can. Help support my my pillow. Help support Life from America, and uh, that's how we all work together. Okay, but thank you. I do appreciate that. You look more relaxed this evening. Well, thank you. I get all of my screaming out in the morning. What is the verse on joy? I'm not sure what you mean by that, but we'll get back to it. And one more. Love the shirt. I will order that. Yeah, it's great. It really is. It reminds me of the 70s. You know what I mean? All right, let's get back to it. <clears throat> Here we go. Back to the show. And welcome back to Live from America from the Live Free or Die Granite State of New Hampshire. I am. Jeremy Harrell, and this is Real America's Voice News. Put your cups up, ladies and gentlemen. Let's get the first slurp of the evening. Mm. Coffee, coffee, coffee. Is there anything more American than that earlier today? I went through the details of the up-to-date uh, schedule that the American Freedom Convoy was going to be uh, stopping at every single night, the locations the times, and where they expect to go on day one, day two, day three, so on and so forth, right? And now, ladies and gentlemen, ours, our Freedom Convoy, again, is not just truckers. We've got truckers. We've got bikers. We've got doctors, nurses, first responders, lawyers, parents, students, and more. White, black, Asian, Hispanic, Christian, Muslim, Sikh, Jewish, does not matter This American Freedom Convoy is going to be enormous. Now, check this out. One of the organizers that we're going to highlight here in a little bit, he says that they already have 1,000 trucks that are already scheduled to be a part of this convoy, and that is without adding any trucks or any people, any bikers, any whoever along the way. That's just with the people that are already scheduled to be a part of this convoy as it comes to truckers alone. 1,000 that will be descending on Washington, D.C. And I want to give you a quote from him. One of these U.S. truckers, these one of these organizers, who owns a massive company, by the way, says this, quote, they will be a giant boa constrictor squeezing, choking, and swallowing D.C. Tough, tough words. Tough, tough words. A mighty boa constrictor squeezing, choking, and swallowing D.C. Let's get into the story. An organizer of one of the multiple U.S. truck convoys that are getting ready to descend on D.C. says they will be like a giant boa constrictor that squeezes you, chokes you, and swallows you. And that's what we're going to do in D.C. Bob Bolas who owns a truck parts and towing business in Scranton, PA, says they are protesting a range of issues, including fuel prices and vaccine mandates. Organizers of one convoy called the People's Convoy claim that they have over 1,000 trucks ready to participate right out the gate. But they also said they believe it will likely grow two, three, four times that as it moves from California to Washington, D.C. Mr. Bob Bolas says his group is planning to stay for days. We will be along the Beltway where the Beltway will be shut down, Bolas said in an interview with Fox 5 on Sunday. Quote, I will give you an analogy of a giant boa constructor, he said, that basically squeezes you, chokes you, and swallows you, And that's what we're going to be doing to D.C. The reporter asked Bolas if he understood the, quote, impact on those trying to get to work and the risk of those in need for emergency responders. Quote, there will be a lane open for emergency vehicles. They'll be able to get in and out and all of that, Bolas replied. We will not compromise anybody's safety or health one way or the other. And as far as they can't get to work, Well, geez, I guess that's just too bad. And I feel that. I agree with that, Mr. Bob Bullis. 
Oh, geez, I guess that's just too bad. Maybe you should be skipping work today and maybe you should be joining the Freedom Convoy instead of just going along with everything and living your first world little cushy life with your Alexa and your Netflix and chill and all of your beautiful, lovely life that you have and your full refrigerator. Maybe, just maybe, you could take away from your little first world life for just one day and show the world a little respect. I agree with him on that one. I agree with him on that one. Now, according to a Rasmussen poll published last week, the majority of Americans say that they would support a trucker protest in the United States. And the, and the, and the report just asked simply, would you support a U.S.-based trucker convoy pro- protest? Believe it or not, ladies and gentlemen, a resounding 54% said yes, and a very, very unpatriotic very progressive, probably communist portion of America, 38% said no, they would not support it. Now, the Capitol Police have already issued a statement saying that they are upping security around D.C. ahead of the trucker convoys. We can't have America coming in here and removing an illegitimate president during his State of the Union address where he's just going to mumble, bumble, and fumble. I thought of a joke earlier, by the way. You can start talking in public about President Putin, and when they say, do you mean President Putin? Say, no, I was talking about Joe Biden. President Putin. The uh, (laughs) Capitol Police issued the statement saying they're going to up security ahead of the trucker convoys, which are expected to arrive in the city around the time of Joe Biden's first State of the Union address. The The State of the Union address is scheduled to take place on March 1st. Now, if you go by what I read, This morning, the trucker convoy from California won't even be there until way after that, which I'm not really understanding that. But again, I'm not in control of it, and I'm not going to criticize the strategic plan that these organizers have in place because I don't really know the inside story of what they plan on doing, just the public information they've already given us. Now, the department said that they are coordinating with other agencies, including Secret Service and, ladies and gentlemen, our National Guard, men and women in the military coming to stand guard for the illegitimate regime and all of the spineless coward politicians, both on the Republican and the Democratic side of the, ho- of the aisle. Law enforcement agencies across the national cap- uh, capital region are aware of the plans uh, for a series of truck convoys arriving in D.C. around the time of the State of the Union. As with any demonstration, the USCP will facilitate lawful First Amendment activity Capitol Police said in a statement on Friday, you notice how they jumped in there with that little lawful First Amendment activity? That's because it's about to turn unlawful real quick as they do the same thing that little Justin Castro is doing up in Canada, which is changing the definition of things. You watch, that will come. That will come. Now, ladies and gentlemen, it seems to be well organized. It seems to be a good strategic plan that these organizers have. But if you do go, And if you do become a part of this in any way, shape, or form publicly, remember your funds and your finances, folks, because you do not want them to do to you what they're doing to people in Canada with their bank right now. So put it in gold, put it in your mattress, bury it. I don't care. I don't care. Put it under one of your huge fat uncle's uh, favorite uh, couch cushions. I don't care. But you should make sure that you have your funds and your finances secure before you go there or else you're going to find yourself broke with the federal government taking control of your bank just like they're doing up in Canada. Remember, this is a dry run, folks. This is a dry run. Now, as you know, people in Canada, like I said, they've already been getting their banks seized, their finances and funds seized, frozen, whatever you want to call it. I want to highlight real quick a a single mom by the name of uh, Brianne. Now, Brianne is a single mother who had her bank account freezed, froze, I should say. Uh, Brianne is a single mom from Chilliwack. I hope I said that right. Working a minimum wage job. She gave $50, just 50 bucks. Just $50, folks, to the convoy when it was 100% legal before the Canadian government said it was illegal. And she has not participated in any other way. Guess what? Well, her bank account has now been frozen. This is who Justin Trudeau is actually targeting, you guys. With his stupid little petty beta male Emergencies Act orders. Unbelievable. An MP from Canada, Mark Strail, says Brianne is a single mom. 
and she's her um her bank account is frozen for giving fifty dollars when it was completely legal because of these orders. Thank you to those who have read this and offered to help someone that you've never met. Mark Strail tweeted, "Shame on those who have read it and attacked somebody you've never met." I will keep working with Brianne to resolve this matter with her bank and will provide updates. As they are made available. Now, it is worth noting that all of these provinces around Canada, all of them, are already um, distancing themselves from Justin Castro. They don't want anything to do with this. COVID restrictions are being eased all over the country and all over our country. In blue states, blue cities, the UK no longer says you have to quarantine when you get COVID. Why? Because it's a cold. It's always been a cold. Is it a little different? Is it man-made? Does it affect you a little different than the normal uh, code? Cold, yes, it does. But in the end, you have a 98.98% chance of survival. So what have we all been crying for to begin with? Ottawa police used horses, ladies and gentlemen, to trample peaceful protesters who were singing the Canadian National Anthem, bathing in inflatable hot tubs, and jumping in bouncy houses. Those are the bad guys, folks. Those are the bad guys. And I know, folks, <laughs> when, when the Iranian regime calls you out and condemns you for human rights violations, you know you've done something wrong. Now, I know the Iranian regime's um, intent in all this is just to get people fighting inside of a country. But when the darn Iranian regime who literally kills people for much less comes out and says, eh, well, we're going to condemn the Trudeau government following the violent crackdowns and freedom protests. Well, ladies and gentlemen, you know, you've got some trouble when Iran even says, uh, not a good look, not a good look. Little Justin Castro. It's pretty bad, isn't it? We will be right back right after this commercial break here on Real America's Voice News. Please stay tuned. I'm not lying, folks. That happened. I am not lying. The, 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 the uh, Iranian regime literally came out and spoke out against him. Unbelievable. The violence is so bad in Canada that a killer Iranian regime took notice. The vice president of the judiciary... For international affairs, Kazem Garababadadababababababidi, whatever the heck his name is, condemned the violent response by Trudeau's regime this past weekend. I mean, come on. The Islamic Republic new agency, the IRNA, IRNA, <laughs> reported peaceful protesters in the so-called land of the free are shushed. And guess what? Nobody dares to talk about the egregious human rights violation taking place on a daily basis. In Canada. Well, excuse me. Excuse me, Mr. Hang people because they're gay. Excuse me, Mr. Stone women because they showed an ankle. <laughs> this is the kind of upside down crazy clown world we're living in. The freedom, <laughs> the freedom convoy movement in Canada started to protest against mandatory vaccinations for truck drivers to pass through borders to, uh, to Canada since January 29th. And these people said, well, the critics may have been shushed too. They, they wrote on their Twitter account. Wow. Absolutely. Wow. You can't make this stuff up. You cannot make this stuff up. This stuff is gold, ladies and gentlemen. Unfortunately, it's coming at the expense of collateral damage, but it is gold. Chaps169 says, the pot calling the kettle black. Trudeau hides from his people. Coward. Ronald says, dog whistle emits high-frequency sounds. Adversity affects your horse's ability to hear. Just saying, boom, good point. Good point. Don't they push gays out of buildings? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Jeremy, frozen for good or temporarily? Well, it's indefinitely. How about that? It's frozen indefinitely. Stu Peters said Trudeau's mother was such a world-class hooker that Mick Jagger wouldn't touch her. Ooh. When you know that Mick Jagger wouldn't touch you, <laughs> you know there must be something wrong with you. Justin Trudeau, his new name is J.T. Castro. Yep, sure is. Sure is. I am from Iran, and I approve your message, Jeremy, <laughs> says Aram, Aram Ashan. Well, thank you. 
Thank you very much. Because you know firsthand. You know firsthand what I'm talking about. So for the Iranian regime to come out and do this, it's all just virtue signaling. And not even just virtue signaling. It actually isn't about that at all. It'd be virtue signaling if it was in America. When Iran does it, it's like, ooh, let's see who we can pit against each other now. That's what's happening there. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. All right, let's get back to this. Here we go. All right, folks, welcome back to Live from America. We're going to get right into the next story here. Um, but before I do, I just want to remind you what I just said in the last, uh, before the last commercial break. I ran. I ran. They had to name that country that because everybody who visited there had to run away real quick. What'd you do when you got there? I ran. I ran is condemning Justin Trudeau while Biden hasn't said a damn word. Think about that. AOC hasn't said a damn word. Think about that. Even Ilhan Omar has come out against Justin Trudeau. Good thing she's not his brother. Good, good thing he's not her brother. Anyway, from one fight to another, folks, let's wrap it up and let's go to Virginia now. We're Democrats in Virginia, have just voted to allow babies who end up surviving abortions to die without hospital care. This is how evil, this is how evil the Democratic Party is, you guys. The Democratic-controlled Virginia Senate has proven a tough battleground for pro-lifers with losses and wins in the, ses- in the, se- in the session's first 30 days. As, Virginia's, as Virginia rounds the corner in its first session of 2022, Legislation passed in the state's pro-life House faces major challenges in the Senate. Although Virginia ushered in a pro-life governor this January, the Senate is still controlled by pro-abortion Democrats. Last Tuesday's crossover day marked a turning point in the 60-day session as bills passed in the House and Senate moved down the hall for further votes. The Republican-controlled Virginia House passed HB 304, the Born Alive Infant Protection Act, sponsored by Del, uh, Delaware Nick Freitas um, and um, R. Culpepper. The bill requires an abortionist to provide life-saving treatment for a child born alive after a failed abortion. It passed 52 to 48 along party lines. Delaware Dave LaRock, um, Republican uh, Loudoun, a Republican from Loudoun, filed a mirror bill, HB 1349, and said he expects Senate Democrats to recognize the necessity of the basic human rights measure following public fallout from Governor Ralph Northam's radical abortion interview in 2019. Northam spoke in favor of an infant death without any attempt at medical intervention if an abortion failed. Currently, 35 states have passed similar legislation. It's one of the two main life issues before the Virginia legislature this session, along with parameters for informed consent before women obtain an abortion. Once a baby is born alive, every possible medical care should be provided. Why isn't that obvious to everyone? Said John Seeds, an OBGYN and former department chair of of, um of uh, gynecology at Virginia Commonwealth University. At birth, they become a legal citizen and appropriate care should be required. But that's not what the Democrats want. That's not what the Democrats want. They want to be able to just let a baby die if it survives an abortion. They want to let a baby die if it survives an abortion. That is why they don't care about the violation of human rights in Canada right now because they don't even care if a baby who survived an abortion at such a late term would just lay on the table and flop like a dead fish until it was gone without any care whatsoever or without any attempt to save that citizen's life. This is how sick and disgusting these scumbags are. Remember when these abortion bills passed in Connecticut and in New York a few years ago and it showed these Democrats legislators in the house and in the state senate just erupting in violent and disgusting applause when they found out that they could kill a baby all the way up until term i could not believe my ears now if there's any star wars fans out there i want to reference something in star wars when the emperor finally took over all the power as supreme chancellor the entire senate erupted in cheer and Darth Vader's uh, girlfriend at the time 
soon-to-be wife or mother of his kids, said, this is how liberty dies, in thunderous applause. That is what that scene reminded me of in New York when they passed that legislation a few years back. I couldn't believe it. I was crying. I literally had tears running down my face because of that. Literally crying. That's how disgusting these people are. They just have no value at all for any human life. They never have and they never will, which is, again, why you will not see them say anything whatsoever about the human rights violations that's going on up in Canada right now. So, Virginia, you got a little bit more work to do, and that's getting rid of your nasty, disgusting state senate there who has no regard for human life whatsoever. I need a drink of coffee before we move to the next uh, to the next topic because I need a minute to clear my head from all of that ridiculousness that I just read. One of the best tricks, or the best trick that Satan ever, ever, ever pulled on the, uh, the, the people of this world is convincing them all that he did not exist. And now, ladies and gentlemen, we are going to go to a, the, the dumb dumb segment of the, ward, uh, of, the, uh, of the show tonight. Now, we got a little treat for you. We got, we got a little special treat for you, okay? We have, a, uh, we have a new segment animation for the dumb dumb award. So let's just go ahead and play that for you now. Come on, man. <laughs> we did it. We did it, Joe. <laughs> we did it. We did it, Joe. Ladies and gentlemen, let's just go ahead and let's play the Dum Dum music real quick. The Dum Dum Award of the Day today, folks, is going to go to a school district in California, and I'm just going to get right to the meat and potatoes of it, and you'll understand why they are the dumb, dumb award of the day. Outraged parents demand answers after, a, after non-binary male counselors were allowed to sleep in fifth-grade girls' overnight cabins at a school-sponsored science camp. And if you didn't hear everything I said because you were laughing at that animation from the Dum Dum Award, let me repeat what I just said. Non, non-binary male counselors were allowed to sleep with fifth grade girls overnight and have a sleepover in their little science cabin for school. Yeah, right. There would be no more live from America. I would be in jail. Let's get right to the story. You know what? The best thing that I can do is actually just play you the video, and you can hear it for yourself, ladies and gentlemen. Check it out. Micah, the parents tell us that their children came home from camp. They were asking a lot of questions about gender and pronouns. The parents then reached out to the camp director, who told them that counselors, biological males who identify as they, them, are permitted to spend the night in cabins with the young girls. In the parking lot of Weaver Elementary School in Los Alamitos, a group of parents. No parent should feel the way I feel after knowing what could have happened to my daughter. Upset by the sleeping arrangements at a school-organized science camp. I contacted the school and I asked them if they were able to confirm that there was not a man actually sleeping in the same cabin as the girls. Uh, They were not able to confirm that. The parents say their fifth-grade girls told them some of the biologically male counselors at Camp Palo in San Bernardino identified as they them and spent three nights sleeping in cabins with the young girls. They're asleep, they use the shower, they go to the restroom. Camp Pally confirms per California state law we place staff in cabins they identify with. Parents say they're not accusing anyone of a crime but they are angry the school district did not let parents know about the policy. A spokesperson told us the district takes all complaints and concerns seriously and is currently investigating. These parents say they just want others to be informed of the policy so they can make decisions for their own families. It's awful that children had to even experience this in fifth grade camp. If I was aware of it and I had initialed something saying that this was going to be done at this outdoor science camp, I would have kept my child home. Yeah, so those parents insist that they should have been informed about this policy before they sent their kids off to camp and now they want... Well, they should have been. 
they should have been informed before they sent their kids off to camp. That should be something that you inform kids of when a biological male with male southern regions is sleeping in your fifth grade girl's cabin. Yeah, I think we might want to know about that, especially when you're dealing with a psychosis problem, when you're dealing with an insane person who thinks that they are non-binary. You're already putting them in danger by putting them into a cabin with a person who has mental instability. That is what it is when you don't know what your gender is. You don't know that you're a male when you have those male southern parts. You don't know if you're a female. You just decide, I want to be what I want to be. And today I'm a non-binary gender fluid uh, unicorn. That's what I want to be today. Yeah, I think they should have known. And I hope more is done about this. I hope more is done about this. Who knows? Maybe all those California wildfires will take a southern uh, change in direction and just find one of these schools and Mother Nature take care of it, take care of it uh, uh, the natural way. But again, I will always say it. Hey, teacher, leave them kids alone. Hey, teachers, leave those kids alone. And hey, Democrats, leave those babies alone. Man, it's really sad. Isn't it? It's really sad when we gotta when we gotta actually go through this kind of stuff to save our children from predators and pedophiles. We'll be right back right after this. Please stay tuned with more Life from America. Pretty bad, folks, when we have to con- constantly protect our children from pedophiles and predators, and they're in the same exact facilities that we send them to, to become educated. Mind-blowing. I, wouldn't even, I don't even want to tell you what a friend of mine is going through right now. And the only reason that I don't want to tell you what a friend of mine is going through right now is because it's quite personal. But put it this way, I told him to get his kids out of public school a long time ago. You guys want to watch that? You guys want to watch that? Uh, you guys want to watch that, uh, <laughs> that Dumb Dumb Award thing again? <laughs> Check it out. Come on, man. <laughs> we did it. We did it, Joe. <laughs> we did it. We did it, Joe Martini. <laughs> Big shout out to the producer, ladies and gentlemen. Boy, he's pumping out some good content. Isn't he? We're going to be doing a Smarty Award one. We have Constitutional Corners coming very soon. We got a nice little animation for that. We got a lot coming here on Real America's Voice and Live from America. We did it. We did it, Joe. <laughs> the Dumb Dumb Award. Social, that's because he makes millions of the teachers off the teachers' unions. Yes, you're right. You are right. Kamala knows how to change. Joe's depends. <laughs> Well, it depends. James called it in James 113.15. You are correct, sir. LFA producer, you are awesome. Don't make him, don't say that to him. Don't say that to him. Next thing you know, we'd be asking for a raise, and the only way we fund him is through Rumble Rants anyway. So if you guys aren't Rumble Ranting, guess what? He's not getting paid. (laughs) So just so you know, that's where his salary comes from. So if you like Eli and you like what he's doing for the show, show him some love. Show him some love. We just went out on a limb, folks, and knew that God would be able to provide his salary, and that's what we're counting on. We're counting on the Rumble Rant. So uh, let's come back from this um, break, and let's highlight public schools for a minute, shall we? Because I got some good news when it comes to that. All right? Here we go. Folks, welcome back. This is Live from America on Real America's Voice News. I'm Jeremy Harrell, and I know it's your new favorite show. Let's stay with public schools. For a minute, um, during the last uh, segment, we talked about how the public school system there in California is definitely letting the children down, letting non-binary gender-fluid unicorn men sleep in uh, fifth-grade girl cabins. I get it. It's crazy, right? But let's stay with public school systems for a minute, and let's highlight something absolutely amazing. People have not just stood up and went and took over school boards. People have not just stood up 
and ran for local office. People have not just stood up and ran for congressional seats in state senates and U.S. Senate. People have not just uh, stood up and, 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 and fought against their city councils in these last two years. No. Another way that mama bears and papa bears have stood up over the last two years is removing their kids from the public school system. And I have brand new numbers for you that you are just going to love. You're just going to love it, folks. And here we go. Nearly 2 million children, nearly 2 million children have left the public school from just 2020 to 2021. In one year, 2 million children have been pulled out of this toxic, twerking, transformer, transsexual, non-binary craziness that we call the public school system. And I couldn't be more happier. I couldn't be more happier. First, let's go to the story, and then we'll talk a little bit about it. Um, Two million kids, folks. That is absolutely incredible. Would you believe that American families want their school-age children spending time in actual school? As enrollment data continues to trickle in, evidence continues to mount that families have abandoned the public schools in large numbers for the second academic year running. Where, what's more is COVID lockdowns restrictions uh, coupled with a newfound awareness by parents of woke indoctrination in many public schools had families embracing private educational options. And by the way, just so you know, that website is www.exposecriticalracetheory.org. And that has been a big catalyst in, 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 in providing a path for these folks to be able to do this stuff, or at least providing them with information to help them decide whether they want to do this or not. Public uh, school enrollment is down again. Last June, the Federal Department of Education released preliminary enrollment data for 2020 and 2021 school year. The initial report showed a drop in public school enrollment of 3.8% over the previous school year of 2019 to 2020. Since there were approximately 51.1 million children attending school in 2019 to 2020, that's an enrollment loss of nearly 2 million in just one school year. All states reported enrollment declines. Every state, listen to me clearly, all states reported an enrollment decline and enrollment among the youngest students. Those in preschool and kindergarten declined the most at 22% and 9% respectively. The final enrollment data for 2020 to 2021 won't get released until later this spring, but preliminary reports for 2021 to 2022 academic year show a decline in public school enrollment for the second straight year. Now, let's talk about that for a minute. Let's talk about that for a minute. Most of it happened in New York City, by the way, where school enrollment dropped uh, by about 38,000 students, 38,000 students in one school year. Now, Let's go back and talk about how much it costs for each child to be in school, depending on, we've said this before, but I'll I'll reiterate it again. Depending on where you live, it costs anywhere from $15,000 to $24,000 for a child, each each child to go to school for a whole year, anywhere between $15,000 and $20,000 or $24,000. But let's just take it at the minimum because I want to show you how much money this actually is. Let's just take it that 2 million of these children all paid or all the schools were paid 15000 per student. That's $30 billion. That's $30 billion that the public school system has lost. It's the only way we're ever going to, uh, to get the public school system and these teachers' unions to bend their knee to our will. Now, look, I get it. We live in a very, very diverse, very cultural country. I get it. It doesn't always have to be our way or the highway. But what we want is freedom, free will, and we want our children to go to school to learn academics, not how to twerk at your local library, sucking on a lollipop while you look like RuPaul today, not even 20 years ago when you could have probably made me be mistaken for a woman. That's not what we want. That's not what a majority of Americans want. $30 billion. We can go further if you'd like. All we want is for you to go back to the public school system that we had in the 60s, 70s, and 80s. It started going downhill badly in the 90s. Now, we get it. We get it. The public school system doesn't have all the resources that people need. I get that. 100%, I get that. But can you give them the most basic education and the most basic access to academics that that we just ask for? That we pay for? 
So continue to screw around, continue to mess around, and you're going to see that drop from $30 billion to $60 billion, from $60 billion to $90 billion. And if you want to play, keep playing games, we'll shut down schools state by state. How about that? From now on, from now on, we're sending a message right here from Life from America and around the world to whoever is listening, to whoever has children, to whoever has grandchildren. Your days are numbered in the public school system. Get your act together and start doing what we the people tell you to do. Or guess what? You'll be eradicated and you'll be a thing of the past. You'll be eradicated and you'll be a thing of the past. And how fair is that to do that to children in communities that literally cannot have their families put them in another school because they can't afford another dime? It's really you who are putting the hurt on all these children by putting this public school system at risk. Not us. We're just the ones with the money. We're the ones paying the taxes. We'll get rid of every single one of you. And speaking of getting rid of every single one of you, let's go to the new Rasmussen report because this is going to blow your mind and this is going to put a big smile on your face. We've been hearing a lot of bad news over the last couple weeks, folks, but this is not that. This latest Rasmussen report gives us a glimpse of the future and basically tells us exactly how many seats we're going to win in this midterm. Now, I just want to kind of give you an overview here right now. The 2022 midterm elections are now only 263 days away. And the Republicans have a 13-point lead in their bid to recapture control of Congress. What does that mean for the everyday average person? Well, let me, let me break it down for you. If, you. if the Republicans had a 10-point lead in their bid to recapture Congress, if they even had a 10-point lead, That really equates to about 80 to 85 seats, maybe at the most, 85 at the most, definitely 80. If you have a 13-point lead right now at this point, let me tell you something, you guys. That that equates to 100, maybe more than 100 seats. And that's that's just the beginning. This is incredible. And by the way, if you're looking for honest-to-God polls when it comes to this kind of stuff, Rasmussen is king. The latest Rasmussen report also shows national telephone and online surveys find that if the elections for Congress were held today, 50% of likely U.S. voters would vote for the Republican candidate, while 37% would vote for the Democrat. That's huge. Just 4% would vote for some other candidate, but another 9% are not sure. Republicans have added four points to their congressional advantage since January of this year. When they led by 49, 48 to 39, the current 13-point lead, uh, lead matches the November survey, but Democrats are now one point lower than they were back in November. In January 2018, before voters handed Democrats their first House majority in eight years, Democrats held an eight-point advantage, 45 to 37, in the generic ballot question. That margin narrowed as the November 2018 midterms neared. And was a statistical dead heat. Republicans 46, Democrats 45. In the final poll before the Democrats won a slim House majority, while Republicans gained Senate seats to maintain control of that chamber. Just to give you an idea if you were to compare the two. So that's going to that's gonna crush it for us going into the 2022 midterms. The survey of 2,500 U.S. likely voters was conducted on February 13th through February 17th, 2022 by Rasmussen. The margins of sampling error is plus minus 2% with a 95% level of confidence. Field work for the Rasmussen Report survey is conducted by Pulse Opinion Research. Now, the 13-point edge for Republicans in the, in the latest poll is larger than Democrats enjoyed at any time during the 2018 midterm campaign due to both the greater GOP partisan intensity and the 2020 and the 22-point advantage among independents. Now, here's the let's let's break it down even further, because this is going to blow your mind even more, folks. Fifty two percent of whites, 32 percent of black voters and 48 percent of other minorities would vote Republican if the election were held today. What did I just say? Fifty two percent of white, 32 percent of black. That's huge. And 48 percent of other minorities. You're talking Hispanics, most mostly Hispanics would vote for Republican if the elections were held today. 57% of black voters, 33% of whites, and 36% of other minorities would vote for Democrat. That just shows you a huge win for Republicans, folks. A huge win. 
I guarantee you we're looking at anywhere between 90 and 105 total seats. And what happens after that is going to be epic, folks. Then the swamp truly will, truly will be ready to drain. The swamp truly will be ready to drain after this 2022 midterm election. I'm ready. Are you? We're going to take another quick break here on Real America's Voice News because they got to pay bills too, and we'll be right back right after this. So, you guys, all that work that we've been doing, all that work that we've been doing over the last year, it leads to this. It leads to passing election security laws, over 40 of them. By the time the midterms come, we will have passed up to 60 new election security laws that will be so good that there's no way they can come up with the amount of cheating they need to do in order to win. I can tell you that. People are on to them. Then you couple that together with the already Republican votes that are going to come flooding in. You're going to see a red wave like you haven't seen in years. Hispanics guaranteed by the Texas border are all done with the rat. No, I, I, I understand that 100%. Look at McAllen, Texas, folks. McAllen, Texas is, is a perfect example. Killing it. Killing it right now with the Republican vote. Because they know. They know those Hispanics that live there along that border. They know we worked hard to get here. Stop doing this illegal activity and destroying what we worked hard for. I love it. I love it. Joy, ladies and gentlemen. We're going to spread joy in 2022. Jeremy, check out the donations for Eli. Looks like we gave him a raise. Eli's doing well. <laughs> Eli's doing well. He's, uh, but he puts up with a lot. You know, he's got to work with me. And I'm no, uh, I'm no prize-winning cow when it comes to being a boss. I'm pretty, uh, I'm pretty, let's go, let's work. Come on, let's go, let's do more, let's do better. He knows, he knows. He knows, my buddy Eli knows. <laughs> uh, we're going to get ready for this next, uh, this last um, segment, and I want to play a, a great video for you this last segment. So let's come back right now, and we'll just finish the show out strong, okay? Here we go. And folks, thank you for being here tonight, live from America, Real America's Voice News. It's always an honor, it's always a treasure, and it's always a blessing to be here with you. I want you to see the new Armor of God tumbler water bottles that are on JeremyHerald.com. Strap up with the armor of God today. We're going to have a lot more items like this coming on lately. You're going to want to check those out. Now, why do I do what I do? Why do I go out and fight every day? Why do you do what you do? Why have we been fighting nonstop for this last year, two years, three years, four years to get rid of these un-American, unpatriotic people? I can tell you why, folks. It's to spread the truth so far and wide that we wake up as many people as we possibly can that are on the other side, that we red pill as many people as we possibly can so they can see what's really going on, so they can see that we're not really conspiracy theorists. Now, when you've lost people like Bill Maher and you've, and you've lost centrists like Joe Rogan and you've lost Tulsi Gabbard, you're losing the culture war and you're losing badly. I want to play you a clip from Bill Maher's HBO show. This is like the sixth time in the last two weeks that he's been majorly red pilled and this has to do with children wearing masks in school you got to give it to him big shout out to bill maher check it out uh, they were more worried about renaming schools than making sure that the children returned back to in-person learning and so i think parents and residents of san francisco have said look the, these these radical extreme ideas are are not going to work for us anymore what do you think about the masks with the kids i mean is it is it not time to check that Having a, a, a five-year-old in school right now, um, I would like to see them go. Yeah. But they don't need them. Kids, I mean, kids are the least, least vulnerable. And, I, I mean, to make these little children into, into Howie Mandel's is what you're doing. <laughs> no, it's true. You're creating a generation of Howie Mandel's, of little germ-paranoid Munchkins, it's just, it's, 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 it is, it is, it's so ridiculous. It's, it's been like, it's, it's a huge chunk of their lives. I mean, we've got yeah. young kids. I but mean, it's, it's, especially when they're young. I mean, yeah. that's the first thing they remember and it's going to get imprinted on them. And it's just, I mean, kids are gross to begin with. You've got to let them be gross. That's right. What? Right? Maybe they think and they're an not, adult and germs they are not, they need also to get germs in their body. Of course, there are ones you can't get in point. your, yeah, you know, what? Yeah. I mean, you know, 
And there you go, folks. When you lose Bill Maher, when you lose the left who's got a voice that big, you've lost the culture war, and we are well on our way to winning 100 seats for many, many years and winning this culture war. All we have to do is keep our cool head. We have to keep the path straight. We've got to follow Jesus. We've got to spread joy like there's no tomorrow, folks. And we've got to keep winning, winning, winning. God bless each and every one of you. Thank you so very much for sticking around here. Real America's Voice, live from America. We're just getting started here, folks. We're going to do a takeover. There's going to be a whole new way to get your news and it starts right here on Live from America. Look, folks, there are right ways and there are wrong ways. But there's only one Yahweh. So stand up tall. Keep your shoulders back. Keep your chest out and keep your head up high. Because you are a child of God and no weapon formed against you will ever prosper. If you find value in my show, please help out. It's con- entirely viewer funded. Just go to JeremyHarrell.com. Be a one-time or a monthly donor. It would help out tremendously. And make sure you use my promo code LFA. On my pillow and patriotfoods.com. God bless each and every one of you. Keep your families close, spread the gospel, and I will see you tomorrow morning at 11 a.m. for more Live from America. God bless and have a great night. See you later.